This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitch. Thank you so much for joining us for the live show, everybody. It's always a pleasure to have you. Brought to you, as always, by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Mr. Reese, sometimes called Reeseus, never to be confused with the dastardly Reeseo. Correct. And with me, my co-host, the Salty Banana. <laughs> Hello. He has no other name. I, yeah. We're just going to stick with that for now. I've embraced it. I got a lower, I got a back tattoo now with that. <laughs> Trans stamp of the salty banana. But the, the, the peeled part of the banana is pointing down. It's actually not. It just says a Danish treat. <laughs> the Danish treat. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh mm. that's a good one. Use your uh, imagination. Ooh. Anyway, welcome to episode 631 of the show. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. There's all kinds of new releases, including a brand new FLG mat. And we also have a lot of chaos goodies to talk about with Vigilus Ablaze mm-hmm. on the way. Very exciting stuff. So let's mm-hmm. go ahead and jump on in. First up, uh, we had uh, a listener, uh, customer Matt H, sent in some pictures of some awesome custom terrain that he made to match his new FLG Snow 2 mat. And man, these are great. Mm-hmm. The picture's a little washed, washed out, uh, but it looks really, really good. And if you have any cool stuff you've done with your FLG mat or ITC terrain, and you want to send it in to show it off, feel free. We love showing other people what uh, creative, talented individuals are out there using some of the stuff that we have made. Pretty cool. I really like yeah. this terrain set. You can use it for AOS or 40K, which is the, the really cool part. Lots of line of sight blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually curious how you made those hills or if we bought them. The hills look, I mean, they look, they're similar to the ones you make. Yeah, but they're they're a little bit more natural looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks really good. Yeah, like this would be, it. if you had this at your house set up, I mean, this, any game, I mean, you can play bolt action on this. Yeah, I mean, totally. Lord of the Rings, whatever. It's a good looking table really makes the game. It does. It really does. And I remember back in the day putting uh, books under a green felt mat. Yep. To create hills. Yeah, when I was a little kid, <laughs> when we when we first started playing, um, I've told this story. My cousins and I ran over to a construction yard, grabbed a sheet of plywood, and ran away with it because <laughs> that was the only thing we could find. Yeah. And then we spray painted it green. With my dad had like a can of green spray paint. We ripped grass off the lawn, mm-hmm. put it on it, and then we put uh, rocks. And we took my mom's hot glue gun and hot glued pine cones onto it to be trees. Nice. We thought we had created like the Mona Lisa of tables. Right. Like we were so proud of ourselves. We were also like, what, 12 years old, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was it. That was the beginning of it. Because it, it you, even as a little kid, you realize like playing on books and stuff sucks. Yeah. Having a really nice looking table. Uh, it's just, it makes a world of difference. Yeah. What I did actually when I, um, I needed space at my house, I just bought, um, pieces of wood that were cut three pieces of wood. I forget the dimensions exactly. Oh, that four I could, by two. Yeah. So I, and I kept them, I just had them cut at home Depot and then I would just keep them in the closet and just pull them out, put them on the, the kitchen table and then throw a mat on top. And it worked really well. 
But yep. yeah, we can go on forever. I guess, We've come that. a long way, man. Like, yeah. I remember making all those little green spiky plants with the red spikes. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. it was in White Dwarf, and I'm like, man. You used uh, toothpicks? Yeah, I used toothpicks. Yeah. And uh, you get little foam eggs, which you can pick up at mm-hmm. like any craft store. I don't know what the hell they use them for. I don't know. Uh, but they've been around forever. And yeah, you paint the little toothpicks red and then you'd stick them in there mm-hmm. with some glue and then you'd paint the little glue part black. Yeah. Uh, the memories. Anyways, good segue though. On to uh, next piece of very exciting news for us. Finally got a new FLG map for you. We've been sitting on quite a few designs. We've just been so busy mm-hmm. with the run up to LVO and then the, the down, you know, catch up after the LVO. Yeah. That we just haven't been able to release anything new. But here's the first, and we've got some other cool ones on the way for you in the future. But uh, this one's Overgrown City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at the LVOs. You can see in a couple of these pictures here. It's a really, really cool mat. It depicts a scene of a city that's being like overgrown, reclaimed by nature. And it works perfectly with um, Gothic Ruin mm-hmm. terrain set, which you can see in those pictures. It's mega easy to paint up the Gothic Ruin set, put some flock on it to make it look like it's being overgrown with plants mm-hmm. and moss and, and, and all kinds of you know, lichen or whatever. Uh, and it looks amazing on the mat. It's a really cool thematic set uh, that goes together. You could also do it with the urban mm-hmm. terrain. Um, really, any of the terrain sets could work. Uh, but that middle space in the middle of the mat fits the Gothic Cathedral perfectly. Uh, and we did that, obviously, on purpose. So uh, the mat's available in a wide variety of sizes, from display mat, desk mat, you know, infinity or Malifaux size, 3x3, three 4x4. Three, uh, Infinity, I'm sorry, it's 4x4. Four four. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6x3 for Star Wars Legion, and of course, 6x4 for 40K yeah. uh, or Bolt Action. Kill Team. Play there. Kill Team. Kill would, Team size mats. We do have Kill Team size uh, or mats that would be appropriate for Kill Team, which, what is that, 30 by 22 Yeah. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 30 by That's 22 It, it looks so, really good. They do. So, this is one of my favorite mats. This is one that would be good, too. I'm not sure if any of our listeners play the game, but Mantic has a Walking Dead miniatures game. And this would work very well it with would, that totally. with some like modern buildings, you know, like a residential neighborhood that you like put, you know, overgrown um, plant life all over the, the buildings. Man, that would look good. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of my favorite looking uh, uh, combos of terrain and mat. Yeah. Uh, I, I really dig it. So, yeah, check it out. And these are available at 20% off through the release nice. period, which is not this coming Monday, but the following Monday, which... It's the first, or no, it's the, the last day of the month. It's March 31st, I believe. Okay. Um, so during that period of time, 20% off, which is a really nice discount. And of course, free shipping options for orders, $99 and up within the continental United States. And you can pick up something else, you can pick up some terrain. You can pick up the new Blades of Corn book, whatever. Right. As, as long as your total web card is $99 and up and you're within the continental United States, you get mm-hmm. free shipping. Does Alaska count? That is not within the continental United oh, States. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Alaska. Meh. It is too expensive to ship to for free up to you guys. Yeah. You just can't do it. Same with Hawaii. And uh, the new release this week from Games Workshop in the web cart right now, up for pre-order, mm-hmm. Blades of Corn, the new Age of Sigma Battle Tome. Uh, really cool. We will be doing a review of that as soon as we can. Jason's already read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But it comes with a couple new model kits as well, including the Skull Altar of Corn. Uh, we got the new Endless Prayers. Instead of spells, yeah, and then there's there's a skull taker and a bunch of other cool stuff. Yeah, they have a new corn uh, 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 herald also for the um, what are they the um, blood letters blood letters like randomly so pretty cool. 
Is it a new one or is it's it new. the same one? No, it's a new, it's an actual new kit. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, Skull Taker, which was in the Wrath and Rapture, the double R kit. Um, and that's available now separately. So the book's pretty good. I mean, like I, like I said, like we get an advanced copy and I've read through it because I'm interested in playing Blades of Corn. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. And we'll do a more in-depth review. We'll grab Scott mm-hmm. um, and do a, a Ninth Realm podcast to get a little bit more in-depth. And I'm sorry, we've kind of fallen behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, with the LVO and the, the rapid release pace, it's been difficult to keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of Age of Sigmar, we have a, a, not only do we have a 40K league here in San Diego, we also have an Age of Sigmar league. Scott is the gentleman that runs it. It's been a lot of fun. I got my first couple games in. And I put some pictures up. I uh, finally got a chance to play my Beast of Chaos. I've been blogging about making them for quite a while now. And um, they're really good. Uh, I'm, I'm just getting back in to playing regularly. And I just started playing my Beast of Chaos. I've previously only played my Free Peoples. But as you can see in these pictures here, got a chance to play against um, both Nurgle and um, Night Haunt mm-hmm. Army. And it was interesting because the Beast of Chaos, they're... They're really good at kind of clogging you up, getting in, stuck into combat, not going anywhere. And then you just constantly are bringing new uh, units on, right? Because mm-hmm. they're just, you're sacrificing your little wimpy guys and like you're using their, you know, blood magic to, to summon in more units from all around the table, like outflanking. Mm-hmm. So like in both games, my opponent was killing the crap out of me and I was not doing as much damage, but uh, I was winning the missions because I just get them gunked up, and I would just throw units onto the objectives. Right. And in Age of Sigmar, uh, it doesn't really matter if you're getting slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Right? It just all it comes down to is the objectives. Right. So it kind of balances out how lethal the game is a bit, um, which I like. Mm-hmm. And the Beast of Chaos army, it's interesting. Like I'm sure there's combos to make them hit hard. I haven't really found them yet. I've got a couple of units that hit hard, like the Chimeras hit really, really hard. Mm-hmm. The Gorgon, the bull, the uh, Doom Bull is a monster. Uh, and he, he eats people after he kills them, so he gets his health back. Uh, the Cygor was surprisingly <clears> good, <throat> being able to um, unbind spells and then hurt your opponent if you do and throw rocks on the wizards. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, but really, there was the, the Ungors and the Dragon Ogres for me, which would win the games because they would just go get stuck in and just not die. Right. You know what I mean? Or just die slowly. And uh, my opponent just couldn't get through them. Now we don't, we don't have an ITC mission packet for Age of Sigmar yet, right? We we use the ITC community pack, which was designed by a bunch of uh, uh, community okay. organizers. But it doesn't have like the secondaries and all that kind of stuff. That 40k. Sorry, I, I don't know too much about the ITC. No, it's right. the, the, We basically play out of the general's handbook, but then right. pretty much everybody adds in secondaries, mm-hmm. like. Um, it, just like in 40k, if you play mm-hmm. just a book mission, like right, because Age of Sigmar seems very focused on holding objectives and yep. taking objectives, but sometimes, you know, it seems that it might be better to have like also objectives to kill stuff, and you know, pretty much everybody adds in secondaries because right. just like in 40k, if you play just book missions, it's usually not enough to stratify the field mm-hmm. um, for a tournament to make it work, right? That's why pretty much nobody. Uh, no, you know, maybe in RTTs here and there, but for big events, it's always modified. Either you completely make up your missions like we do, like the ITC does or, or Nova mm-hmm. or um, Adepticon usually does, uh, or you do like, like what the ETC does and they take the Maelstrom deck, but they modify it and then they add in other stuff. Okay. You, you need layered missions for match play tournaments. For open play, for casual match play, for narrative play, you don't. Mm-hmm. 
but for a tournament, you do, mathematically you just you do. Gotcha. Right? And so most people create secondaries like Scott. RTO creates a, a pack of secondaries, mm-hmm. um, and then he takes ideas from all over the place. So yeah, you add that in, and then you have like you know side missions basically that you're doing. Gotcha. You use it for tiebreakers, and then mm-hmm. also again you do it to stratify the field. So it's like not everybody in a tournament that won has the exact same score, mm-hmm. right? Which is it makes it like it makes it really difficult to do pairings. Um, you know, you don't just have a major, minor, win, loss, or tie. Uh, so that that that's why you do that. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you pretty much you pretty much have to mm-hmm. for a tournament play. You need layers, um, otherwise it, it, it the, the the structure of the tournament gets very difficult to do. Gotcha. Okay, so, I was just curious about that. Yeah. Uh, so Vigilus Ablaze is on the way. This is the follow up to Vigilus Defiant, uh, which was the last supplement for 40k, which was very well received. Had all kinds of cool stuff, mm-hmm. new units, specialist attachments, which was my favorite part of it. Uh, and, and they really had a lot of depth to the game, and they. They make a lot of units that were maybe mediocre, uh, good, and people are still finding the combos in Vigilus Defiant. I just started messing around with the Emperor's Fist tank company, mm-hmm. and um, it's awesome, right? And there's so many good stuff like the Eand and Wraith Host, um, uh, the Anointed Throng, the the Cybernetica cohort. The the there's so many good ones in there that, that people haven't even really tried yet, like the mm-hmm. the Imperial Fist, Crimson Fists. Uh, detachments have a lot going on um, and now this new book is giving us more this time focused on the chaos side of things which is really cool chaos is getting a ton of love right now mm-hmm. tons of new models we just got shadow spear um, really exciting you know I, I'm, I'm really stoked for this and GW has been previewing a little bit of what we should expect mm-hmm. now again these previews are a mixed bag because people get like I, I it's it's hard for us to understand people's perspective because we have the whole picture mm-hmm. and so when people they're only getting a glimpse of it they, they can get upset sometimes like oh this sucks blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and i'm like just cool your jets but i get you know it's like i get it you're looking at it with the information that you have it's out of context and so it can be a little upsetting mm-hmm. so people have these emotional reactions to it but it's like just be patient you know wait till you got the book in your hand and you get the whole picture you know gw they're writing these articles to try and get you excited mm-hmm. give you a little teaser what to expect it's not the whole picture so just bear that keep that in mind yeah right these previews are just giving you just a little glimpse and it's like the person writing it is like here's some cool things that i think you can do with it mm-hmm. right um so let's jump in actually let's jump into chat and see what people's reaction is because okay um, so one call gm says renegades look mint the night lord stuff is very meh especially uh, more of the spin cp before you know if it'll be useful trend yeah, I don't know. So a lot of people had that complaint about the um, specialist attachments in Vigilus, but I think they've been proven wrong. Like they're all right. pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, so bu- 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 TBMC says he's excited for Adepticon. Yeah, everybody that's going to Adepticon, good luck. I'm not going to be there this year. I wasn't able to get a ticket. <laughs> so mm. make sure you grab tickets to events early because everything is selling out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Frankie, Jeff, and Mariana will be there um, shoutcasting. Uh, bu- 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 the Renegade stuff looks awesome, says CW Dub. Iron Warriors, Night Lords looks like um, not. I, I think you guys are, are jumping to conclusions a bit. I mean, there's going to be winners and losers, of course, but mm-hmm. I would hang tight until you get the whole picture. Uh, Viking DK says, I wish Visualist Ablaze has a formation for Thousand Suns. Fluff the other Chaos Boys. Well, Thousand Suns have a codex. They have a codex. Thousand Suns are pretty good. Yeah. They're one of the best performing Chaos factions. 
Uh, and before anybody says, well, their, their space marine sucked, mm-hmm. a gentleman just won a GT using a, a unit of 10,000 sons Rubric Terminators. Uh, they are good. With the new, I've played against them before. The new uh, Bolter discipline mm-hmm. changes space marines dramatically. It's very yeah. good. Um, we need to create a tricky game every time a Renegade player uses Veterans of the Long War. Oh, yeah, Dawn, thank you for bringing that up. So many people are missing the fact that Renegades do not get Veterans of the Long War. Mm. Yep. And that's huge. That is the best fa- That is the best stratagem Chaos has. Mm-hmm. And all of these veteran uh, Renegades do not get it. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, Swaggish just got Shadow Spear from us. You're very welcome. I uh, hope you are uh, happy with what you got and the service. Um, we came in over the weekend to make sure that we got all those out on time. So glad that yeah, uh, glad you that. Uh, let's jump back over <clears throat> and talk about some of the... Uh, Night Lords and Iron Warrior stuff. So first of all, we'll take a look at the Black Legion. I think there's a lot to like. Obviously, you're getting the new... Um, the Ultramarines of the Chaos. They are. Indeed, they are. And you're obviously getting um, Abaddon, who's <clears throat> freaking... The model's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You got Harkin, World Whoa, Claimer, wow. who has a cool model, but maybe not the best rules. Unless you really like close combat raptors. And then you're just like, whoa... <laughs> My time has come. Some, yes! There's somebody somewhere yeah. who just has like a hundred raptors. You, like you I know, play close combat raptors, and then this guy comes out, and they're just like, no. Oh, and he's like, I can reroll once to hit up. in yeah. the fight phase. A lord is still better. Yeah. Well, he has a cool model, like you said. He is an awesome model. Yeah. Just don't use. Maybe they just didn't spirit. think through the rules actually that much, but. Yeah. Well, oh well. You know, uh, tip of the spear, the Black Legion stratagem. So you use this at the start of your first shooting phase. You can reroll hit rolls for Black Legion units from your army um, when targeting the closest enemy unit. And if there's several, you mm-hmm. can pick one. So um, it doesn't say the CP on it. That's weird. No, it's just... Um, yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It, huh, it is a stratagem, but they don't say how many CP it is. So um, a little bit of a lackluster stratagem, to be honest. Yeah. It, 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 Space Marines have some like mm-hmm. this too, where it's like reroll once to hit. If mm-hmm. this is only going to come into play if you're not near your Lord mm-hmm. or you know whatever or uh, Abaddon, yeah, and you really need to kill something. So like if you outflank a unit, mm-hmm. or let's say you do have a unit of Raptors that deep strike down, and you have three plasma guns, mm-hmm. and you need to kill that mortar team yeah. holding an objective, then you do this. So it's not it's not a, a set the world on fire stratagem. It's not bad. Mm-mm. And it, it can be useful if you're coming in from multiple angles, or well, your lord dies or something like that. I mean, it can be good if like somebody has like a mega aggressive assault unit, and they plop it out there, and you steal the initiative or something, and then you're just like, well, here we here go, we go, and your whole army. Yeah. And you yeah, know. it allows you to spread out a little bit. So, eh, yeah, not bad. Uh, Angel's Bane is the next one. Uh, normally, these kind of gun relics have been a little lackluster, mm-hmm. but. Now with the change to the way rapid fire works for Space Marines, pretty cool. Yeah. Rapid fire two, strength five, AP two, two damage. It goes up to three damage against Imperium, which is gnarly. Yeah. So uh, assuming that you're gonna be shooting four shots a turn, re-rolling ones to hit, mm-hmm. strength five, you're gonna be wounding on threes. It's actually pretty damn good. Right. Um, especially if you put it on like a Terminator Lord or a Bike Lord. Mm-hmm. And bike, you know, bike captains, bike lords are gonna become more important popular. I, I love my bike captain for my Space Marine army. Um, I should write an article about all the cool combos I found with that, to be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, but the bike smash captain slash chaos lord, I think, is um, his day is coming now that the jump, uh, 
the jump captain's uh, you know not as appealing the change to the assault rules right yeah still good he can still go into buildings with a bike can he can still kill flyers mm-hmm. which the bike can't that's important but yeah. um uh this gun is actually not terrible now no. you know um i like the other one that we'll see for renegades more mm-hmm. personally but pretty cool and uh scrolling down a little further they show off the new um oh yeah the new models the new kits dope God, they kids. really are cool they're so good they're, i mean yeah yeah it's been a long time it makes me sad now i'm gonna now i want to replace all my old chaos space marines well i was thinking today be like you know you get those um if you wanted to do a night lord's army because you like the new rules and leadership stuff that the trickery they're doing uh you get the a set of the heads from the bat heads um forge world and you put them on these new larger that would look good. you know detailed models it'd look amazing yeah, because all my Night Lords have the traditional bat head helmet. Right. Which is still cool, but now on these new models, man, that'll look you know, good. In the lore, the bat head helmet is only a ceremonial thing. Right. It's not meant to be worn in they combat. They don't ever wear it, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I'm doing well, I think, well, they say that the, what's his name does? Uh, Se- Severus? The, the main who the main night Sevitar Lords, Sevitar wears it all the time. But his but his has the little wings. It doesn't have the big giant um, floppy bunny ear. Yeah. The Forge World ones, it's more like coming off the face. Right. Um... But these are cool. Yeah. Oh, they're, I can't, the I can't wait to see here. these. We already have people like just getting commissions done with these. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. No, no they're, they're brilliant mm-hmm. models. Okay. Uh, keep scrolling down, buddy. Bop, bop. Ooh, and, and then Abaddon. Abaddon. Oh. Ooh, so sexy. Shows the stats. The show's profile. Yeah. Uh, eight wounds, six attacks, two up save, T5, strength five. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty good. Not bad. Uh, bringers of Despair. And this is This a, is the debate that's going on. Is this a new Terminator kit? Or not? I honestly, no. I can't tell. Like the guns are the weapons look different though. So then, in chat, let's jump into chat and see what they think. So if you if you guys have seen the new, there's a picture in the Black Legion Warhammer community site, um, showing Terminators. I, me and Frankie think they're new. It's a new kit. Frankie and I took a really close look at the new Terminators and. The guns are different. If they're new and you think they're new, why do you think they're new? Because yeah, they, a, this is a big debate happening in the office. I can't tell <laughs> if they're new. I don't think yeah. they are. Why would they make new Chaos Space Marine Terminators? I don't know. That are almost the exact same thing. Like, I guess, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But right. like, They haven't said anything. There's about. little details that are different, which makes me think like the guns are like a conversion kit. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I can't tell. I don't think they're new. Um, that's my vote. Maybe you just don't, it's so rare to actually see the models. I think it's one of those things that people forget what they look like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, we'll see. I hope they're new. That'd be rad, but I, right. I don't think they are. You want to scroll up in chat? There was, there was a, I saw a miracle in chat. I want to acknowledge this. CW Dub says three damage versus Imperium one shots. Yeah. Custodes, that's righteous. It sure is. Cryptic Ranger I finished second working. at a GT with Space Wolves. Now, that's a story I want to hear. Um, well done, dude. Uh, Bite Chaos Lords are indexed, so scroll down. I can't. It, people comment, it goes down. Yeah, the chat's yeah. going a little too quickly for us yep. to keep up with. Um, yeah, but you can still take index units, so um, not yep. a big deal. People are saying they're new. I mean, people are saying they're new because of the proportions, and if you look at the legs, I think they are new. They, okay. they look different. The guns are definitely different. The advancing 100%. legs, maybe? I, I don't know. I want them to be new. I hope they're bigger. Right. So, hey, we'll see. Well, I hope the regular Terminators get it. I mean, like, we need, now that we have Primaris Marines coming out, like, we do need an update on the Dreadnought armor, I feel. Eventually. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. now Primaris Marines are bigger than Dreadnoughts. Or, or uh, than uh, Terminators. Uh, Terminators. Yeah, yeah, tactical Dreadnought armor. So, um, anyways. Yeah, well, we'll jump back over to yeah. um, maybe an upgrade kit. That's what I thought. Possible. It's possible. Because the body looks the exact same. Like, the exact same. Yeah. 
So again, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully they're new. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, let's jump back on over to. So, so they have uh, the rules for the Black Legion Terminators. Which is funny because, mm-hmm. so first of all, it's mm-hmm. a new detachment for Black Legion, obviously, and mm-hmm. it affects uh, bring us it affects the Black Legion Terminators. Yeah. Um, which can be lords as well if they have the Terminator keyword. And um, scroll down. So brutal subjugation. Use the stratagem at the start of the fight phase. Pick a bringer to spare unit from your army. Each model slain by this unit counts as two models from the morale phase. That's really good. That's way better than people will give her credit for. It'll force your opponent to use a fearless strat or it's just going to scoop their unit, mm-hmm. assuming they don't have other, some other uh, form of morale mitigation, which many armies don't actually have. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you get leadership X instead of Y. Right. Um, not that crazy. Uh, chosen the Warmaster. Reroll hit rolls of one for attacks made by friendly bringers and spare units. While they're within six inches of your Warlord, if your Warlord has the Lord of Chaos ability, you can instead reroll all hit rolls made for attacks, uh, Bringers of Despair, while they're within six inches of your Warlord. Mm-hmm. So, pretty cool. Um, basically, it lets you get the Abaddon effect without taking Abaddon if you want to save points. Right? You can have a full mm-hmm. reroll aura for these Terminators, which, again, like with the new uh, Bolter Discipline rule, mm-hmm. if you had a bunch of Terminators shooting four shots apiece, and then you pop uh, Veterans of the Long War for plus one to wound, again, with the... Selena stratagem to shoot twice, maybe put um, prescience on them. They can do, they can just do some serious work. Mm-hmm. You could have 80 shots out of one unit of 10 with rerolls to hit, Jeez. Uh, wounding on threes against, uh, f- you know, against T3 units, you're wounding on twos. <clears throat> you're just going to obliterate whatever you shoot. Uh, and then, of course, they show off Field Commander, which is the same as Vigilist Defiant, which lets you take another character with a Warlord trait specific to the detachment. It's really good. I use it all the time. Mm-hmm. There's your boy. Harkins model's amazing. There's your boy. Uh, yeah, we can keep scrolling past yeah. that. Everybody knows what he does. So we'll take a look at the Iron Warriors. So they didn't really show off anything new, per se, mm-hmm. um, with the Iron Warriors. They just kind of... We're not even going to go totally into it. because it, There's not a lot. They're just talking about some of the cool stuff you can do. The, the thing that I was reading this this morning, and I kind of rolled my eyes, was their, their re-roll wound against targeting a building. It's... I was like, come on. Like, how much more situational? You got to remember, though, too. Like, I these, cannot remember the last time I shot at a building ever. These these codexes were Chaos and Space Marines were the first two, right? Like, mm-hmm. they went in basically. That's like. Yeah. Like, why didn't they change that to vehicle? Vehicles and buildings would help <laughs> you know, a lot. Like, right? Now, all of a sudden, yeah. it's amazing. That would have been easy for them to do. but It's the same reason why Chaos Space Marines and Space Marines don't have chapter tactics on their vehicles, and everybody else does. Yeah. Right? Like, these are the first two books out the gates. There's a little bit of a learning curve, right? Like, 8th right. edition didn't even exist yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, this this is a, a cha- this is a, an effort to make them better, mm-hmm. to give you more cool stuff, um, try to take it for what it is. Right. It's not a total rewrite. Uh, Obliterators, uh, the new Blitz, they're a little overpriced, but, man, they can hit so hard. If you if you hit them with Prescience and then you Death Hex a... a, a Castlin, mm-hmm. like with it, you're almost guaranteed to kill it. Double shooting the new Blitz, they're really good. Um, Devastation Battery, and this is not new if I remember correctly. No, this one is new. Uh, mm-hmm. Use a stratagem when choose your army, pick a Chaos Space Marine detachment from your army to be a Devastation Battery. Yep. Uh, I couldn't finish reading it. Bah, bah, bah. And it they just, the they get a keyword. Right. Yeah. And uh, if I remember correctly, that one's not Iron Warrior specifically. That's like anybody can take that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I think because I don't think they actually showed any of the new Iron Warriors stuff in it. Which no, like, but they showed models from the mid nineties. Hey, dude, the, Iron, still, the, the, <laughs> the, the Warsmith, Warsmith is awesome. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I do know, like the why don't we, You know, why don't we just jump past because yeah. they're basically just talking about combos you can do with existing stuff plus right. that one new detachment, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. But again, if you're an Iron Warriors player, like you're probably a little disappointed you didn't get more information. But yeah. the wait's almost over. We only got a couple days. They did say that Iron Warriors traditionally use a lot of obliterators. That's that true. was that was their new their That's new true. thing. So let's move on. All right, and then uh, why don't we jump back into the chat and see if we can get uh, a little bit of what's any Iron Warrior fans here. Uh, my point was indexing available in the ETC, unfortunately, <laughs> says Bladewing. Oh, okay, I, di- I didn't know that actually. I didn't know the ETC didn't use it. Actually, no, no, I do know that now that I. You say that, yeah, I can get it. Like the only thing is, is when you take the index away, some armies really suffer. Like orcs, mm-hmm. holy crap! Like, At some point, they have to. I know, but cut like, that you, stuff, though, man. It's you, like it's annoying when people have these weird things, and you're like, "Well, it's not the codex," and they're like, "Well, it's on the index." With orcs, literally, the only way to get a kef in their codex is a mega armored big mech who moves four inches a turn. Yeah. <laughs> like when you take the bike options away from orc characters, yeah. it's rough, really rough. Um. But I get it. I mean, there's some it's, dumb it's a, combos. It's almost like, but it's almost like Forge World stuff. Like when somebody has something. Focus. And uh, you're just like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's Forge World. You're like, oh, I have no idea what that is. You know. Focus Waters said uh, morale would be cool if Insane Bravery wasn't available to everyone. But just yeah. remember, it only affects one unit. Yeah. It only affects one unit. That's why to make the morale tricks work, you got to focus on hitting it multiple units with it, which is easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Warriors of the. Chris C ninety six the tradition of Iron Warriors being awful, that is a false statement, <laughs> sir. It's been a while though. Three point five. It has been a while. I'll give you that. But three point five Iron Warriors were the press go army. Right. For a long time, they were the. Well, like just so just, easy just that to win the, the the change on that keyword from building to vehicle immediately would have made Iron Warriors a very popular choice. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And I don't know. It's I guess maybe nobody told them that, but uh, I, really, I feel your pain, man. Uh, Cody Canadian Cap says he really wishes Night Lords could cancel out um, auto passing morale. Yeah, but I mean the thing is, though, like like that would be really cool and mm-hmm. it would make their ability work. But it, it if it wasn't done in a way that was very careful, it would also be way too strong because mm-hmm. elite armies would just melt to them. Um, it would be like horrifically powerful. <laughs> so you, you got to think about it both ways. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. A bunch of people in the chat are saying, remember 3.5 Iron Warriors that just annihilated everybody? Mm-hmm. Took 12 obliterators and a, a basilisk. It was crazy. Um, yeah, and Mercutio 32 forcing people to spend 2 CP on a strat to auto pass morale when normally they wouldn't is also very powerful. Um, in Focus Water says Vect can stop you from. Auto passing morale, so can Gene Sailor Colt. So, yeah, there's ways, there's ways to get around it. Why don't we jump back over? It's a good segue. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that now. So, we'll scroll down to the Night Lords and talk about it since we're already on that uh, topic. Night Lords, near and dear to my heart, as mm-hmm. everybody, anybody who watches this podcast knows. Um, my favorite Legion by, by far. <clears throat> and they got some pretty cool stuff. Now, again, their basic world or chapter tactic is. You get minus one to your leadership if you're near a unit. It stacks up to three if you want to scroll down a little bit. That's just an intro uh, clip. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things they talk about is their new specialist attachment, the host Raptoral. Mm. That sounds like a hip-hop group. Raptorial. Even more like a hip-hop group yeah. now. This is the host Raptorial. That's right. Uh, we should start beatboxing and we'll mm-hmm. make this work. No? Okay. Uh, pick a Chaos Space Marine detachment from your army to be the host Raptorial. Jump pack units get the keyword. 
Um, and then if you scroll down, it says uh, Terror Strike 1 CP. Use the stratagem when an enemy unit is destroyed by a host raptorial unit from your army. Subtract one from the leadership characteristic of enemy units while they're within six inches of this, of any host raptorial unit from mm -hmm. your army until the end of the turn. So kind of complicated, but basically if um, uh, one of these units kills an enemy unit, you, every single unit in the detachment with the keyword gets an additional minus one, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things they talk about is uh, if you take a unit of raptors and you know you take the Nurgle banner um, and then you do this, like you can get to like a minus six mm -hmm. modifier to enemy leadership. Um, a lot of people talk about they 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 feel like that's not useful, and in certain circumstances, you're right, it's not. Like mm -hmm. you know anybody is fearless, which isn't that common anymore. You know. Yeah. It's, it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Um, but when it works, like I play Night Lords, obviously, it's, now it's been a while to be fair, but mm -hmm. when I would make it work to maximum effect, I would run a bunch of MSU Raptor units. Mm -hmm. You jump in there, you lower your opponent's leadership by four or five, just right out the gates. Yeah. And then you just kill one model from every unit around you that you can. Sure, they're gonna make one unit fearless, but the others are gonna take horrible casualties from morale. Right. Like I, I've crippled Frankie's Drukari army in one turn by doing that. Yeah. Like I jumped in with a Lord, three units of Raptors. Uh, I had a Butcher Cannon, mm -hmm. Contemptor Dreadnought, and just units were just evaporating. Right. Like they're like you're, you're taking morale on like minus eight, minus mm -hmm. nine. It's there's just no no surviving it. Yeah. I mean, I, I see your point to it. I just in this then in the game where there's so much so many overwhelming offensive units out there, like I feel that like it's when somebody it would be more beneficial for them to have like a minus one to hit rule or something like you know what I mean like it's cool the leadership is fun and you know Harlequins can do that kind of stuff or like you shenanigans like that but if you're like getting four units a turn being removed from the table by like a Castellan like who cares like if you have oh I can cause some leadership problems it's, it's just like it's in, in my opinion it's not the best yeah uh, they're not the best Legion trait I'm not gonna try and pretend like it is. Yeah. But if somebody likes to play right. uh, Night Lords and there's people out there that want to make it work, mm -hmm. you can, yeah. right? If you can make it work. Mm -hmm. Like if you're playing against the the Castellan plus Ashen Militarum, mm -hmm. it's actually a really good target for this. So if they have a Commissar Lord, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to be leadership nine. But if you come in and you're hitting units with, um, you do like, say you kill three of them, mm -hmm. and then you're also putting them at minus six, they're losing dice guys. Now, if you can yeah. do that, if you can get these guys in close, and then you do that to like three or four infantry squads, mm -hmm. you kill one Bolgren, you kill one Bolgren, mm -hmm. and then you're stacking them at uh, minus seven leadership. You're right. It could be devastating. They're just gonna yeah. they're gonna lose so many models for morale, and most people yeah. are totally totally unprepared mm -hmm. to to play against a leadership bomb army because it's so rare. Right. Right. So if you started doing it, you'd catch people unawares. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, the armies that it's best against are elite armies, hilariously, like mm -hmm. Custodes, Eldar, um, uh, Death Watch. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you may have and they show no, no fear, but it doesn't matter if my modifier to your morale is greater than your leadership, mm -hmm. right? It's just gonna mitigate how many models you lose. Yeah. Um, so you, you, it's it's not something that's gonna work all the time. Like, there's armies that, that largely ignore it, like orcs can largely ignore it, but again, so let's say you have two units of orc boys and they're using each other for morale mm -hmm. and you, you hit both units and you do 
you kill 12, 13 boys in each unit, which is totally doable. Mm -hmm. And then you're hitting them with an additional minus six. Now, all of a sudden, morale is starting to become a serious issue. Right. Because their leadership goes down to like, whatever, 15. Mm -hmm. And they're taking a check at like minus, you know, 21 or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're just evaporating boys. Right. So even orcs, it, it works against, you know, it, it's, they don't have perfect defense against mm -hmm. it. And, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to help people out there that yeah. are like me that want to play it. Yeah. That you can make it work. It's just, it's, it's. There's going to be games where it just does right. nothing. I just wish we like you didn't have these. And the same goes for Iron Warriors or, or whatever. Um, and it's the the gimmicky things, which are like fluff appropriate, but in the game don't really help you all that much. You yeah. know, like I'd rather see them get like these uh, these tactics, these uh, traits that are beneficial for like in general with a game, like minus ones to hit, plus ones to hit. You know. Um, you know, d you know, deep strike reroll charges or or something. You know what I mean, like that, where it's it's actually beneficial to the mechanics of the game, not just like well, they're they're they cause fear, so you're gonna you know you know what I mean, like and yes, it is beneficial if you're a good player and you can you can do all these like setups and feints and stuff like that to make it work. Um, I just personally would rather see generally beneficial things, if that makes sense. Yeah, I you. mean that that's the big complaint about the Nightlord's yeah. ability is that it's all or nothing. It's mm -hmm. either it either doesn't work at all. Yeah. Or it's devastating to the other player. Like if mm -hmm. you have no morale control, which like Eldar armies typically have zero morale right. control, um, and then you kill one guy in mm -hmm. the Harlequin unit, yeah. and then the other four run away, that's mm -hmm. brutal. Um, and it would be nice if it was like less of an all or nothing thing because you'd see them more often. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Fleet of Three brings up, you can use Breaking Heads in an Orc army where you just lose D3 boys. Yep. That's true, however, most armies a lot of orc armies aren't actually taking war bosses right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and in order to make it work, you have to be really close to them. Uh, the, the aura on that's very small. Mm -hmm. And uh, while you're right, if, it, if you can get it to work, it does work. But uh, you have to pull casualties in such a way as to leave the units right next to the war boss. Um, so orcs are one of the best, have one of the best defenses against morale. Mm -hmm. But you can definitely, definitely get around it. Um, Interestingly, though, it's actually more common to have that defense with the um, Grots, mm -hmm. the Grot herd. Yeah. Um, but then again, you can try and come up with ways to assassinate their char those characters and stuff. So mm -hmm. anyway, my point being is that if you really have a mind to do it, you can make yeah. it work. It's cool. I mean, I, I like the fact that it's better than nothing. And it's it's I do like that they're trying to keep within the fluff. But... I don't know. Sometimes I feel it's better to... It's hard to make it work. Yeah. It's not obviously good, yeah. like, you know... Um, like ultramarines, right? Right. Like leave combat and still shoot at right. minus one. Which is a good practical plus one leadership. It's always for the game, good. Yeah. right? You know, but, I, 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 you know, I hear raving you. guard on minus one to hit. Cool. You know, yeah. stuff like that. I think is is more beneficial. I, I hear you. Yeah. And you're not wrong. And then to be fair, the night lord's special stratagem is that they can make a unit minus one to hit, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then vicious descent is the other uh, um, stratagem. Use this stratagem when a host raptorial unit from your army is set up on the battlefield. At the end of the movement phase, you can mm -hmm. reroll hit rolls for attacks. Made by that unit until the end of the turn. Eh, right. It's all right. It's okay. You have to get into combat though, right? So mm -hmm. it's like since it's more difficult to get into combat from reserves, mm -hmm. it's kind of like eh, eh. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's like I guess. Oh, you have to use it before they charge too. Oh, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You but like, but like if that if that was the Night Lord's trait, that'd be awesome. Well, it sucks that you use the stratagem before you make the charge roll. Right. You don't know if you're going to make it. Mm -hmm. 
That's what I mean. Like if that was their actual chapter trait, that's always going to be oh, beneficial. Oh, I'm, I'm stupid. You just reroll hit rolls until the end of the turn. That's actually really good. For yeah. one CP, anything that drops down, although it has to have a jump pack, rerolls all hit mm -hmm. rolls for the rest of the turn. That's pretty good. I get, but it's, it's made for, but that, for that one unit. Yeah, I mean, you drop down with a unit of uh, raptors with five plasma. Mm-hmm. Or three, excuse me, three plasma. Eh, it's okay for one CP. And then if they make the charge, they're rerolling hits in combat. Eh, mm -hmm. eh, it's not the greatest, not not awful. But you um, throw in World Claimer. Now let's talk about the Renegades because they got some exciting stuff. Now, again... They're giving um, a lot of love to the Renegades. Again, before everybody gets too excited, just remember, <clears throat> Renegades do not get Veterans of the Long War. No, that is not new. It's, go look at the strat. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. Because there's a lot to be excited about here. It makes using actual Chaos Space Marines actually appealing. But um, because they're not veterans of the long war and the lore, mm -hmm. um, they don't use the strat. Wah, wah, wah. Makes you sense. Before, before anybody freaks out, like I, I would say as a way to kind of like mitigate this, um, if you're going to take a Chaos Army using Renegades, I would definitely recommend taking multiple detachments. And then take a, a detachment of a Legion that will use Veterans of the Long War. It puts your heavy hitting unit, like whatever unit you want to take advantage of that strat, you know, now like a unit of Terminators, mm -hmm. a, like a unit of uh, Terminators with just power swords and storm bolters, deep striking, double shooting um, storm bolters. Mm -hmm. That's 80 shots that you can hit them with prescience. Reroll ones, they're gonna hit with 97% of their shots. 80 shots with plus one to wound, that is no joke. Not bad. Like, that is the screen-clearing premier mm -hmm. unit. And you don't even have to deep strike them. You can just start them on the table and warp time them forward. Um, and then you might even be able to make it into combat. Mm -hmm. And then you can use Veterans of the Long War again with the Power Swords, and it's really good for a relatively cheap unit. So um, so just bear that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Slaughter, a moment's peace. This is their uh, chapter tactic, so to speak. Mm -hmm. If you know this trait destroys an enemy unit, roll a d6. On a 5+, plus, you gain one command point. In addition, that unit, that unit becomes fearless. Really good. It's really, really good. So you're, you're almost, like, unless you're just getting your ass kicked, you're almost guaranteed to be getting a command point back. I well, mean, on a 5-up. It's pretty common to kill two units a turn. Mm -hmm. And uh, on a 5-up, that gives you a 55% chance of getting a, a command point back. I, I think this is a really good mm -hmm. uh, trait. It's It's... Great, and then if you do kill a unit, then you become fearless on top of it. Not bad. Uh, Red Corsairs, Raiders from the Maelstrom. This is the one that a lot of people are getting very excited about. Uh, <laughs> use, uh, units with this trait can advance and charge in the same turn. No one's right. even talking about that, and that is so good. Right. That's great. Yeah. Uh, in addition, if a detachment contains three or more units with this trait, mm -hmm. that, that detachment's command bonus benefits are increased by one command right. point. It, it is increased by three if it contains three or more units of chaos Space Marines. Right. It's very exciting because it gives you a reason to actually take right. Chaos Space Marines. And see, these these Legion traits are practical, right? These are great. These are, these are you can use them in every game. It's not situational. This is what I'm talking about. Like it would have been like at least it it'd be dumb if like Red Corsairs like you gain a a command point when you kill a land speeder or something stupid like that because that's they kill land speeders. You know that's that's what is <laughs> yeah, it drives I, me nuts. But these are good. Like these are actual. You know, you can use them against anybody. Yeah. Anyways, that's my, I'm done with the rant on that. But. No, no, you, you make <laughs> yeah. a really good point. And I, I agree with you. Every yeah. chapter trait should be useful all the time. Right. Whenever you have ones that are like hit or miss, it sucks. Like yeah. you're just not going to take them as much. You have to be a diehard like me playing Night Lords. Right. And like, trying like you already have a fully painted army. Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Like, 
Uh, Daedalus says, don't need veterans of the long war for ultra CP, baby. That's true. Um, Red Cor the Red Corsair CP bonus, you're going to see little mini detachments. Mm -hmm. I wonder what people are going to call it. There's the Rusty what, <clears throat> the rusty 18 or whatever, the, the Loyal 32. Mm -hmm. Call it the Traitorous 17 or something. What, yeah, what are they referencing? Because uh, what you'll see is people will take a, a battalion with three units of chaos, three units of five chaos space marines, mm -hmm. two cool characters, and then it'll be an eight CP detachment that you can take for um, chaos space marines, which it's it's really good, mm -hmm. right? Um, and as I was talking to my friend the other day, chaos space marines taking a unit of five, I would throw like a heavy bolter or an auto cannon on them, just plop them onto an objective with mm -hmm. a two plus save. They're good. They're good at holding the objective. Or give them nothing and hide them. Right. And then like things that you normally use to kill weak objective holding units like mortars and stuff are going to be worthless against them. Mm -hmm. If they have a two up save and cover and they're sitting on objective, you're not. You're not going to. It's going to take you the whole game to, to choose through them if you ever do. The spiky 17. There you like go. That phase that up. Uh, but yeah, there's some other cool stuff. Like you could take, for example, um, you know, a unit of... Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they have the Chaos Space Marine um, keyword. They don't imagine, I don't know why they would not. Mm -hmm. But if you took uh, like three Havoc squads in a heavy support detachment, mm -hmm. now instead of getting one CP, you're getting four. So right. you take one character, like a little lore to give them reroll once the hit, mm -hmm. and three units of Devastators, yeah. and, or Havocs, excuse me. Now you got a, a, a four CP unit that's putting out really good fire support. There you go. It gives you a lot of options. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Uh, the show is stratagem from the... Um, Some of the various... What are they called? The Purge? The Purge. The Purge, yeah. Mm -hmm. All life is worthless, one CP. Uh, this allows them to shoot... Um, this is the sad boy one right here. No, stratagem. this one's good. Are you kidding I know, me? but for sad boys, like, all oh. life is worthless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They email, they all have yeah. their hair over one eye. Exactly. They're wearing their sister's jeans under their power armor. Uh, each time you roll... All right, they get, basically, you can shoot into combat... Mm -hmm. And an unmodified roll of a one hits a friendly unit. Uh, so what this is really good for, and if you look at the uh, semifinal game at the LVO, Brandon Grant versus uh, Mike Snyder, you get to see it in action because uh, Valhalla, I think it's Valhalla, gets to do the same thing. So if, if somebody gives the uh, goes and like touches a vehicle mm -hmm. or touches one of your shooting units to stop them from shooting, you shoot into the combat, kill that unit, Freeze up your unit to then shoot in your mm -hmm. uh, shooting phase, right? So, uh, really useful. Um, you know, it allows like a guy thinks he's locking your unit up in combat to keep you from doing stuff, or just to pre prevent them from being shoot mm -hmm. shot. Now you can. It's actually really useful because um, a really common tactic of high level players is to try point a model mm -hmm. to to lock your unit down and to protect yourself. Well, now you can just ignore that. Uh, very good. Prescience, 2CP stratagem, and this is for the Scourged. The scourged. It's an uh, Auspex scan. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's no, is there no minus one to hit on that one? Wow, there isn't. That's even better. Very good. Uh, they show off a couple of Warlord traits, the Brazen Beasts, Carve the Runes. Um, this one's not going to come up that often, but when it does, it's amazing. Each time your Warlord slays an enemy character, add two to your Warlord strength and attacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, against some armies, this is really, really good. Against some armies, obviously, it's not. Mm -hmm. um, maybe more of a thematic choice, but like if you're playing like Gene Steeler Colt or something like that, has a ton of little wimpy characters, mm -hmm. you could go God mode pretty quick um, with this. Uh, yeah, it just depends. Yeah. 
Depends. Uh, the Scourged, Shattering Truth. And is this, what is this? Is a, blah, blah, blah. Is this a trait? At the start of each five phase, you can pick an enemy unit within three inches of your warlord. Oh, it's a warlord trait. Mm -hmm. uh, that unit cannot be picked to fight. Oh, yeah. This is, whenever you see these, are so good. You pick an enemy unit to fight last. It's mm -hmm. extremely, extremely strong. Right, someone goes in with their big, their big smash unit, and you're like, nope, all my guys are gonna swing before you and whittle you down before you get a chance to mm -hmm. attack. Really good. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Flawless Host gets a Flawless Cloak, which is an extremely good relic. Uh, add one to the uh, bearer's attacks and increase your auras by three inches. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, Maelstrom's Bite. This is actually a really cool um, relic for the Red Corsairs. So it's a, a double profile to Kami Melta. The melted gun's almost an afterthought. The, the the main gun is what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Rapid fire three, strength four, AP one, two damage, which again, you're gonna be shooting at six shots most of the time. Right. On it's gonna, usually gonna be on a lord, hitting on two, <clears> three <throat> rolling one, really strong. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really good. So I think you actually might see one of those relics taken uh, because you usually don't take the gun relics. Right, and you can shoot it both, it's just minus one. Yep, yep. yeah, if you get cool. range. Yeah, it's actually a really good weapon. Mm -hmm. Uh, taking a look at the Fallen Agent of Discord. So it's pretty cool. Cypher lets you, um, uh, he turns off, what is it, turns off? Uh, uh, regeneration. CP. CP. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he can get up to a 24-inch radius circle, which is insane. Like a 40-inch right. diameter bubble is the whole table. Mm -hmm. Now, it's almost the whole table. Now, granted, you have to have 20 Fallen next to him. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's kind of cool. There's somebody out there who just runs 20 Fallen with Cypher, and they're just like, whoa. You know the, the Fallen... Yeah. Like, point for point, the Fallen are actually really good units. They just don't get anything, mm -hmm. right? They need some support to make them more useful, which this is going to help. Right. Um, you if know, they, they had, like, Dark Angel, the Dark Angel traits, that would have been really cool. Just anything. Like, if they like if they just got, you know, like, all the Dark Angel stuff, like, that would be really cool. Yeah, because the actual unit itself in they a dark angels. is actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, they're really, they're, they're, they're more cost-effective veterans, basically. Mm -hmm. But um, they lack support. And in, you know, in 8th edition, it's all about stacking buffs mm -hmm. and debuffs. Uh, and without a trace, Fallen Angels can be minus one to hit if they're entirely on terrain. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. So there's a lot to be excited about. This um, is just a... They haven't shown a lot of the different mm -hmm. legions yet. There's still quite a few uh, legions. Like, we haven't seen Emperor's Children yet, um, which is going to be a very popular one. So, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Um, all CSM should get a five up and vulnerable save. No, the game doesn't need more vulnerable. But what's saves, the? Um, in my opinion, they should just get all space marines should get more wounds. Well, my my thing was they should have um, called the new marines something different, like Primaris or whatever, and then they get another wound. That yeah. would have been really cool. No. Uh, Chaos Swarm says <clears throat> Havocs don't have Chaos Space Marine keyword. Uh, the Legion trade Ooh. is for normal Chaos Space Marine troops. Are you sure they don't? It have just says. Chaos I'm Space sure that. Why would they not? I don't have the book in front of me, so I totally could be wrong, and I didn't check before the show. Well, there's also the member the new the the Chaos Space Marine Two is coming out soon. They've announced that. That's just what they've been previewing. Okay, yeah, um, but they, but they haven't shown keywords. Well, maybe they don't. Um, if they don't, that's unfortunate. But I I I don't remember what off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Oh well, if it's just the troops, it's just the troops. Mm -hmm. But um, we'll definitely have to wait. Uh, I'll double check after the show, and, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll redact it next week if I got that wrong. Right. Uh, right, let's jump back over to the notes. Show notes. So the BAO is coming up. We're not too far away from it, and it's shaping up to be uh, super major. 
uh, for the 40K champs. Mm -hmm. But uh, we did add Kill Team to the lineup. So if you want to grab tickets for that, please do. There's two events, a Saturday and a Sunday. But uh, we have all kinds of other stuff. There's uh, Age of Sigmar. There's Age of Sigmar Mega Battle. Uh, 40K one day events. Uh, 40K narrative event. Uh, Long War doubles. There's tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. So make sure to go grab those tickets and join up. Have some fun. Can't wait to see everybody there. It's going to be a really cool event. And yes. for the 40K champs especially, it's going to generate a lot of points. It's going to be one of the bigger events in the country. Get your points. Hang out in San Francisco. Yeah. Hang out with us. I think we're all going to be there for the first time. I, I haven't gone to a BAO up north yet. Really? No. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, really fun. And the, the, the mm -hmm. Kubla Khan event is just a good, it's a good con, period. It is. There's tons of stuff to do. You can do. go LARP. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. We should LARP together. I always bring that up because it's amazing. I, yeah, it's it's, not, it's, it's know, such a, a world for me that I watch, and I'm like, wow. LARPing is, is yeah. like not for me, but I think it's cool. That's why I don't do D&D. D&D is a blast. But you, you have to kind of LARP a little bit. You don't have to, though. You kind of do. Not really. Like, D&D can just be like hack and slash, like mm -hmm. basically playing a miniatures game with like right. the DM has lots and you have one. Mm -hmm. um, or it can be no combat, all role-playing. Like, yeah. the game can be whatever you want. But uh, LARPing is, is all role-playing. <laughs> like, you know, that's that's the, the nature of the beast. And that, it's, a, it's a little too much for me, but I, I think it's cool. Yeah. Especially when people make rad costumes and everything. Like, mm -hmm. that's a, a really neat creative outlet. Okay, ITC News. Again, make sure to consider uh, supporting our Patreon. Mm -hmm. uh, and thank you so much to everybody that has supported the Patreon. We're just waiting towards the end of the month to start reaching out to everybody that supported us mm -hmm. at the higher levels that includes some sort of um, uh, advice and feedback and, and communication. Uh, we're just letting everybody get, get signed up for the month and then we'll roll into it. Um, but thank you so much to everybody that's joined up so far. It's already managed to help offset a lot of the cost, a big, like a ton. Uh, we're still in the red uh, on our total off, like cash offset. Um, uh, I'm not saying that right, but that's okay. For the ITC, but this has helped mitigate it a ton. And as more and more people sign up for it, it's going to put us in a position where hopefully go into the black, mm -hmm. which would be wonderful. Yeah. And then we can start doing really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, consider supporting the Patreon if you like the ITC, you like what it does. Uh, we have a ton of events coming up this weekend. Uh, we have two GTs, the Bad Moon GT Series Heat 1 in London, UK. That's at the Bad Moon Cafe. Uh, they were at the LVL. Nice. Very cool, very cool people. And the <laughs> Scottish Takeover 5 GT, and that's in Elgin, Scotland. And those are both this coming weekend, in addition to a bunch of other RTTs all around the world. Yeah, seriously. So cool story. We just had, uh, we're going to have our first ITC event. Uh, the first official one is coming up in Russia. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I just talked to the TO yesterday. Very cool. And uh, Uruguay. Yeah. We Welcome. Already, we're going to have uh, some uh, ITC leagues and uh, tournaments in Uruguay. They said it's a small community there. Mm -hmm. Small country. Okay. But uh, if you are in South America mm -hmm. and that's not too far, you might want to take a look. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, we have some upcoming Age of Sigmar ITC events uh, coming up in the next two weekends. So make sure to get out there and get your points. Have some fun. Current 40K ITC top five competitive track. Daniel Hesters has jumped up and displaced Jim Vessel, who has fallen down to fourth place. Dan is now in first. John Lennon from the south jumps into second place. Richard Siegler into third. And then Michael uh, Sarapata is mm -hmm. in fifth. Current hobby track top five, Simon Lean is in first place. Colin Sherman is in second. 
Chris Boss in third, James Weston in fourth, and Naaman Allen in fifth for the hobby track. Well done. Mm. Current Age of Sigmar, top five. Derek Erlenbush is currently <clears throat> in first. Alex Gonzalez drops down into second. Jice Wathula is in third. Jeremy Vessier in fourth, and Jack Ballard in fifth. Current hobby track, top four. Philip Verduzco sitting pretty in first place. Josh Lara in second. Joseph Halifacker in third. Krista Kirby in fourth. Shadespire top five. We've got Tony Field in first. Ivan Cho in second. Jacob Lawler in third. Patrick McNeil in fourth. Christian Binware in fifth. We don't have the Everhart brothers. What's going on? Not yet. They'll be in there. Don't worry. And then uh, for everybody that's been reaching out about the uh, uh, LVO Sunday RTT, I am actively working on it. I sent out a questionnaire. We had, unfortunately, we had some data loss. Sucks, but it happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm trying to put everything, the pieces back together. Um, uh, please, if you participated in the event, I sent out a questionnaire a couple, like a week and a half ago. Um, check your spam folder. I don't think everybody got it. But uh, if you played in the event, if you could please fill that out to help me get this done and get everybody their points because it's it stinks. It's taken so long. I'd really appreciate it. Um, mm -hmm. Mistakes, you know, errors happen, and I've been, you know, doing everything I can to fix it. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you played in the event and you didn't get the questionnaire, reach out to me and I'll send it to you. Contact at frontlinegaming.org. Um, uh, but first, check your spam folder because I sent it out to everybody that bought a ticket and uh, our response rate was below. We, not everybody that played responded. Mm -hmm. So, um, and if you didn't play, don't respond. It just makes it more complicated. Okay. Um, but we're working on that. So I apologize for the delay. Uh, we're doing everything we can to get everybody their scores in there and get their, their points. Check out this cool Dark Angels <laughs> army. It is a cool Dark Angels army. So this is a good um, mix. I don't know if we have the photos up yet on the stream, but uh, it's a it's a mix of uh, tabletop and uh, tournament standard. So the two affordable options that we carry. The vehicle is basically our tabletop standard, um, which is mid-level, and then we have uh, tournament standard, um, for the troops, which is just base coats. Um, and some washes are applied as yeah. well. But this one came out really nicely. And so, um, yeah, if you want to get like, a, and this was, this is just a snippet of, it was a, it was a big commission. Um, if you wanted to affordably get your army painted, I think that's the way to go is to, yeah. to maybe do tabletop standard for your vehicles and your, uh, your characters and then tournament standard for all the troops. And, uh, you know, like you see in the photos here that came out really well. It's a, the tournament standard is very simple, mm -hmm. but it looks great on the tabletop. Yes. And you can always go back and do some highlighting, send them back in if you want to get some more work done. Mm -hmm. But on a big army like this, it's a really affordable way to get the models on the table. Right. And it looks awesome. It does. Um, you know, it, it, it saves you money too. Mm -hmm. So we always encourage people to consider a tournament standard because yeah. it is the most affordable way to get your army looking yeah. sharp and on the tournament or on the table, right. ready to play. And when you send your quote requests in, uh, we will give you advice on what to do. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's uh, jump over and answer any last questions. Last call for questions. Uh, uh, fallen. That's a, don't expect to play assassins with your fallen, uh, by using cypher guys. I, I would not count on that. Um, that's definitely in my opinion, a rules loophole. Uh, yeah, definitely don't, uh, scroll up. Somebody was answering the question about Havocs. Mm -hmm. Havocs don't have chaos space range. Oh, it's the same person. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 but that we'll see. The legs are on backwards. I don't think they're on backwards. No. no. Uh, I am playing 
ArmorCon this weekend. Cool. Good luck to you, Arab Viking. Uh, hey, I just checked. It seems Cypher can't be a uh, hmm? can't be a warlord. Oh, Wizard of Boss is answering one of the questions about the loophole with Cypher and um, assassins. I guess yeah, if he cannot be a warlord, I, again, I don't have the book in front of me, but I think for Imperial <clears throat> agents, it says like he has to be. Mm-hmm. Your warlord has to be imperial. Um, with uh, Dong the Magnificent asks, with twenty eight CP, can I spin it all to get Jason's phone number? That's no. an obvious. You don't. That's a one CP strat. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz J with his favorite question: When are we going to talk about Gene Steeler Colts? Never. One. Nobody day. wants to talk about Gene Steeler Colts. CW Dub. It's a Jason, silly codex. Does the salty banana wear boxers or briefs? That's for the after dark. <laughs> Uh, JD Esquire, thank you so much for subscribing for 14 months. Super Very appreciate cool. it. Uh, Alex says, even though the info released hasn't been the most thrilling, I'm still hopeful that there will be some more fun stuff to try out with my new chaos. Mm-hmm. Keep up the positive attitude, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah. So yeah, this you know between Vigilus Ablaze and then the new Chaos Index, mm-hmm. uh, I think that Chaos Space Marine players should have a lot to be happy about. I'm sure there's people that will not be, but. Mm, the way it goes mm-hmm. um, but it's new stuff and it should help level the playing field a little bit yeah hopefully um, and if not you can uh, keep doing what you're doing blood letter bomb baby demon princess still good still good fair enough and like I said somebody won a tournament a GT with a unit of 10 mm-hmm. uh, rubric terminators that's amazing yeah it's super good. Anyway, uh, that's all for this week's show. We hope you enjoyed episode 631 of Signals from the Frontline. Remember, get your BAO tickets mm-hmm. and uh, keep your eye on the web cart to grab these cool new books. They'll be available on Saturday. You can get them from us at a discount with free shipping options. And consider taking a look at the new FLG mat, Overgrown City. Very, very cool. Thank you for joining mm-hmm. us, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>